0: No
2: purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Drinkopedia is part of the Big Heads Media Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more podcasts.
1: podcast where we learn things get drunk and then attempt to teach those things we're like those class projects you had to do in middle school uh you know the ones where you had to present in front of the class yep. uh, except this time the student's drunk and the rest of the class have locked the teacher in the closet
2: oh. it's drinkopedia
1: baby <laughs> the voice you're hearing right now uh belongs to matt who is me and i'm joined <laughs> as always by jason hello how you doing this week i am me yeah you're me that doesn't make any sense <laughs> And our drinker. <laughs> what? A, who is talking right now?
3: Oh, that's me. I'm Audra.
1: <laughs> Welcome. How are you feeling today?
3: I'm feeling. I'm feeling.
1: <laughs> what, I'm... what have you been drinking?
3: So, two episodes ago, we talked about Wendy's extensively. <laughs> Chili mm-hmm. in the finger. Finger in the chili. Finger in the chili. <laughs> chili in the that <laughs>
1: well, you know, that'd yeah. be more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger in the chili. Yeah.
3: Um, yes, but that just made me crave strawberry lemonade from Wendy's, not sponsored.
2: Uh, Audra, we used to work at a place that spawned. offers strawberry lemonade specifically. Yeah,
3: but did they do like an actual strawberry puree in the thing? Audra. I mean, I guess they did, but it was. Do, Whatever. En- do
2: Wendy's? You were, you were my boss there.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. I was your boss. Yeah. <laughs> it was a strawberry puree. Whatever. Um. I wanted the one from Wendy's. Oh, so yeah. I got it and I brought it home and I put vodka in it. Hell yeah. Yes.
1: You can tell we're definitely not sponsored by Wendy's because of the content we had in that
2: episode. We,
3: Jason, <laughs> oh, you yeah. specifically
2: ragged on Wendy's so much. I I walked in and you guys were like, huh? huh? And I was like, no, thank you, please.
3: <laughs> yep. I, I got a four for four with my a four for four <laughs> with my strawberry lemonade. No regrets. It does
2: sound like financially a great deal. I will say that
3: we have to stop talking about this. Yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored
2: piece. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So you have had plenty of their lemonade mixed with some vodka. Yes. What are the two topics you brought to the table today?
3: Cocktail glasses is oh, one of right. them, and I've always heard it as called being called the Great Schism, the East-West Schism. Is what ah. I think the more.
2: That's my daily life: historic. the East-West Schism. <laughs> Watch the farewell. <laughs> Asian Americans, who put the Great Schism? Definitely the, wasn't me
1: in the hat. I
3: think I put both of these in. Oh, okay, cocktail, cocktail glasses it, and the Great Schism because it's one that's alcohol related. Yes, mixology related, and one of them that is like religious history.
1: Oh, your two things. Yes. <laughs>
3: Which then Jesus makes. Jesus and wine. <laughs> God. He was all about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was a bad mom, right? Jesus? Just a bad wine mom. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag bad wine mom. That's what, that's what he always Jesus said. Jesus is on yeah. Twitter. It's, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they. they
1: twi- Bible Times, that wasn't that long ago. Twi- Twitter's been around forever. Come on. Right. right. It's inv- not like he didn't. No, he didn't have TikTok. No. Uh-huh. Jesus oh. did not have TikTok. No. Goodness gracious. He
3: did invent like writing on stemless wine glasses though. He did invent ah,
1: that. Which is linking glassware, drinking glassware with religion. religion. Wow. Yep. There we go. Wow! God, Ultra I should probably points. drink more
3: <laughs> if I could make that connection.
1: Yeah. Maybe you should. Speaking of drinking more, uh, the pre drinks clips on Ooh. our Patreon are available every week for a single shot, a double shot, a triple shot, $1, $2, $3 in human language that's the easiest way to support drinkopedia is mm. just by chucking in a buck and getting access to bonus episodes like us versus uk and drinkopedia 420 where it's the same but i get stoned and every single weekly pre-drinks and it really helps and we can grow this shit <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to think of how a dare that, yeah. you
3: talk that way about my child <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was trying to think of a better way to say that but that's all that that came to mind though <laughs> Yeah. Also, I if like you it. don't if you uh, don't have a spare dollar or equally just hate us, but not so much that you also wouldn't leave us a nice review. Uh, that's another way of helping us out uh, that that makes a big difference, uh, helps us be seen by more people. Mm-hmm. Algorithms, mm-hmm. computers, let them do the work so you don't have to. Rate us five stars. Easy.
2: Well, look at here, Matt. Look at our Twitter uh, on the drinkopedia pod Twitter. We got some uh, interactions from at the movie seller. Great pod. Oh yeah, they're a podcast. Yeah. yeah, they're a podcast. They made some notes. Uh when Lucas and Spielberg were working on Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, we almost ended up with a movie where Indy fights the monkey king and breaks his staff. That's oh, pretty dope. Like in the oh. f- in the fight
1: scene when he does like pulls out the gun and they do all that stuff. Is that when it was meant to be?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's the gif that you've put in here, but you screenshotted it and that's oh, that not was- how gifts work. <laughs>
1: Well, I didn't put that gif in. So oh, that, was, right. that was from the movie seller.
2: Okay. You don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> uh, but thank you, the movie seller. That's a dope piece of information. If you have any notes for us. Yes. You know, if you listen to us and you're like, you're wrong, or I like you, or here's a little fun fact. Tweet at us, man. We like it. We live for it. Yeah. At DrinkopediaPod. I at, know the handle. We have at, so many fucking handles. <laughs> That's the only
3: one we have. No, but we have, but
0: we have
2: like drink, Drinkopedia, the Drinkopedia. What? I don't know. What? No, Wait, where nothing? is nothing? Drink-opedia. The, the Drinkopedia? No, nothing is the Drinkopedia. Patreon.com slash Drinkopedia. Yep, there you go. There it is. <laughs> there, there's, there's the guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so with admin out of the way, let's uh let's hand it. Let's get into it. Hand it over to Audra, who has already leveled several beverages.
3: I will be honest. One of them is one of those caffeine mios,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was mios. ready
3: to take a nap.
1: And this just amped you up for the recording. Yes. So you got yes. caffeine, you got booze, and you have cocktail glasses.
3: I do. So there are a million different variants on cocktail glasses. Mm-hmm. You go to a bar; it's a confusing place.
1: <laughs> it can be. There's
3: all these bottles. There's all these glasses. And then deciding to do that at home, like at a home bar. Yeah. Where do you start?
1: Pfft. I don't well, know.
3: Well, well, that's where I started—is looking up what glasses should be in a home bar.
2: Okay, that's I- interesting because I always opt for mason jars and mugs because I am trash and I do <laughs> not care about the receptacle. Just that it's in my mouth. And that's so you. You've always said that. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> oh God. Some people some people are like that. That's totally fine. I did look up some things about flavors and shapes, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. Um, Do
2: you prefer a wider glass or a taller glass? I like to call them horiz and verdes <laughs> Horizontal <laughs> and vertical for the layman. All right, Tom Haverford. <laughs> <laughs> horiz and verdis. Uh,
3: I looked at lists of glasses you should have in a home bar.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I looked at... Lists of glasses that were trendy, okay, for like the trendy bars. A lot of those overlapped, so those are the ones we're going to talk about.
1: Excellent. The 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 Venn diagram. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So the first glass that I want to talk about Mm -hmm. was listed on absolutely every single list. It's called the coupe glass.
2: Ah. C
3: O U P E.
2: Much more roomy than the sedan glass.
3: God damn you. Um, It is very roomy. (laughs) Actually.
2: For more um, alcohol, I'm assuming. Moderate amounts.
3: Um, So if you imagine a martini glass.
2: Okay,
1: nice. And then
3: you round it out.
1: At the edges?
3: Yes. It's one of the champagne glasses. Like there's a champagne flute and a champagne coupe.
2: Oh.
1: But
3: but neither Like a Manhattan.
2: Like a Manhattan.
3: I think those might also originally be served in martini glasses, but now every 90% of bars are putting them in coupe glasses because they're trendy.
2: Yes, I Um, understand now.
3: Some things about the coupe glass. Yes. I kept hearing that it was shaped after Marie Antoinette's bosom.
1: Oh, it's that guy, okay. It's,
3: it's that one, which nice. I originally thought was the champagne flute.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> when I
3: initially heard that, I was like, that is a very that's, unattractive bosom.
1: That's a strange bosom,
3: <laughs> you got You got weird titties. Yes, um, <laughs> like
1: Madonna cons.
3: Yes, but this one is more reasonable. And then I found out that this glass was invented 100 years before Marie Antoinette. Whoa. <laughs> and that was just propaganda to popularize something, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Um, wow.
3: So it was originally used primarily for champagne, though. Yes. Um, and it's wide. Something about it being wide makes things slightly sweeter.
2: Okay. That's interesting.
3: Because there's so much surface area.
1: Oxygen or something?
3: Something. Yeah, um, some the, science. The one that I do know is that it's very bad for carbonated drinks because there's so much surface area. Isn't
1: that champagne, though? Well, well I, Champagnes are served in flutes, shit. which are...
3: I think you do the other... I didn't even think about that because things said that it's not ideal for
1: carbonated beverages. Carbonated
3: things cuz of the surface area it'll go yeah. flat faster.
2: Yeah, that makes me- sense to me.
3: Ooh, maybe it's different for cocktails cuz you're supposed to sip them. You should also probably sip champagne. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't that- know if I've
2: ever sipped a drink in my life actually. When have I ever came here and not? Yeah, devoured you you tend to drink? you tend to neck whatever is put in front of <laughs> you. you. <neck>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you knock it back.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you guys. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I'll give you some whiskey see if you can No, no, yeah. 15 year Mm -hmm. age stuff. You'll be like, no, 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 not You can't. Mm -mm. Touches
2: my teeth. I get, I get get gross. Oh, doesn't all liquid touch your teeth? Once that one touches my teeth, I go. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Okay. We don't have to keep that in.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I will look into that at some point in time. Sure. Because I kept reading that it's bad for carbonation. Unlike our next drink glass, mm-hmm. which is the highball or the Collins glass.
1: The classic, right?
3: Yes. So this one, um, imagine the one that's fairly small around, but goes straight up and is very tall oh. and kind of skinny, Yes. like straight sides, very tall. So that's um, a highball glass.
1: Nice. What, and it's called a Collins, so a yes. Tom, Tom Collins typically? Yes.
3: So um, they're basically the same thing. Places will tell you that they're slightly different. A Collins glass is a little bit taller. Okay. But they're the exact same thing, only a Collins glass is slightly taller. Sure. But there isn't a f- set rule for how tall either of them has to be.
2: So you would only know if they were, like, sitting next to each other.
3: Yeah. Like, if two of them were sitting next to each other, you'd be like, hmm, that's a Collins, that's a highball. But mm-hmm. then a slightly shorter one could go next to the highball. <laughs> like a short th- Collins. Yes. What <laughs> happens? <laughs>
2: You know you're you're kind of tall for a highball. That's because I'm a Collins. <laughs> Get it right.
3: Okay, so these <laughs> you I said don't that
1: like. There just been two minutes of back I and do, forth between no. me and Jason. See, I'm
3: just trying to be. Ex- <sighs> see, I'm covering up the fact that I don't have anything funny to say with exasperation. Have you not caught on to my tropes? <laughs> but these ones are supposed to be good. For carbonated things. Okay. Because of the small surface area at the top. Yeah. The carbonation has a long way to travel. Um, they're said to emphasize tart flavors. Huh. I don't know if huh. that's real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do know that a Tom Collins was suggested to me by the internet as if you don't want to be the girl who orders a lemon drop, try a Tom wow. Collins. <laughs> 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 because it's... Lemon, carbonated water, sugar syrup,
1: and you get to gin. order a manly sounding drink. Oh yes, and not this feminine <laughs> lemon drop.
3: Lemon drop or a Tom Collins, <laughs> similar to a highball glass. Yes, lowball.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, that exists. Or, That's real.
3: Well, lowball um, is
2: what happened to me at thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it settled in and then i was like <laughs> don't think oh, about it too hard don't, don't
2: think about too hard I, you have i'm to not sit next gonna to each other. i'm
3: not gonna um it's either called a low ball or a double rocks oh, glass okay so it's a bit wider than the highball glass quite a bit shorter like half the height yes thick bottom like glass yeah. bottom uh, hella,
1: mm-hmm. hella thick bottom yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: two Hefty. c's um <laughs> t-h-i-c-c um but that's <laughs> mainly so you can muddle things into uh, it. Oh, okay. Um, and you're not going to have any problems. Because if you have like a thin bottom or a rounded one, like on the coupe glass, yeah. huh, you're not going to be a fa- able to effectively muddle things. Interesting. Yeah. Into it.
1: You can only muddle thick bottoms. Got it.
3: Yes. Muddle them thick bottoms. Yeah, uh, that's
1: a sentence you've now said on this podcast. <laughs> it
3: is. <laughs> God, I need a drink. <laughs> It's the only glass I've seen that doesn't have to be full.
1: Okay. Really?
3: Because it's like a double rocks glass. Yeah, it's meaning, usually
1: half full, right? Yeah,
3: like there's a single rocks glass, mm-hmm. but the double rocks is the one that you could also put a cocktail in. Yeah. So ice and then two shots, double, of a liquor, and it's in a glass, and suddenly you're a fancy white businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like... Just mm-hmm. an,
2: an advertising rep uh-huh. after. Oh, yeah, Mad Men, for yeah, sure. The yeah. old-fashioned. Mad Men. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's all I thought you were referencing. No, our,
1: just our continued thing of never Madmen. saying saying it like it's supposed to be said. We oh, all do this. the whole Ma- Spi- Ma- Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Mad Men. Mad Men.
3: Glass I want to talk about next is a shot glass.
1: Ah, Nice. Pie time.
3: See, I did not instinctively think of this as a cocktail glass.
1: No, me neither.
3: But so many shot recipes are a mix of liquors with like a little bit of lemon juice or huh. simple syrup. So there are, a, there's just a subsection of cocktails that are mixed as shots, as Ooh. straight shots.
2: Ooh, Whether the that... blowjob.
3: The, the oh, blowjob being blow one job. of them, I found out that different countries have different sizes
1: Interesting. Oh, because of metric and imperial?
3: Yes. So you want to go on like rounded numbers based on what measuring system you use. Us and like two other countries are the <laughs> only ones that use imperial. But they're small, medium, and large in most countries. America, it's an ounce to an ounce and a half. Most people, most bartenders prefer an ounce and a half shot glass. Okay. Because then you can leave a little bit of wiggle room at the top. Yes. To not spill and not make a mess.
1: Oh. Yeah. I so, love it. So the movie <laughs> thing doesn't happen where they line up a bunch and then they pour out 10 of I mean of like in a garbage spell.
3: bar they probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No.
3: If you're going for that experience with like the sticky bar and the. Ooh.
1: Then, then one ounce it is. Small
3: town. Yeah one ounce, they'll fill it right to the top and you'll spill it on your hand and have yep. to go to the bathroom and wash six times. <laughs> it's, it's a whole big thing. Last glass that I saw a lot of places mm-hmm. was called a Nick and Nora.
1: Yeah, not a clue, but wow. I'm assuming it's two glasses?
3: It's not, it's one glass, has nothing to do with Michael Sarah, and whatever that other actress was that in, was in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. <laughs> okay. um, gotcha. Absolutely nothing to do with them. I would essentially consider it somewhere between a flute, like the champagne flute yep. and the coupe. Okay. So it's a little bit wider open, it looks, than a wine glass. Red wine glasses specifically tend to have more of an arch inward white wines. It doesn't seem like they're quite as much. But this one seems to be straight up and then down mm-hmm. in a wider mm-hmm. thing than a flute. Um A lot of things were saying that, oh, these delicate notes can be more distinguished from this type of glass. Yeah. If you don't feel that way, drink your cocktails out of whatever. If you're someone like some people I've met who can't drink a cold drink out of a hot, like out of a mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe pay attention to cocktail glass types. One that is suspiciously missing. Yes. Martini glass.
1: Ah, the classic. (laughs) James Bond. Shaken. Not stirred. Yes. Don't touch that drink money, Penny. That's mine. And I've roofied it.
3: James, I got some issues with James Bond. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, um, <laughs> like stemless or stemmed martini glasses were pretty much the go-to for putting cocktails in. Okay. But they're a little bit more precarious. And I think they have slightly more surface area than a coupe glass. Mm-hmm. So coupe glasses are a little bit more sturdy. They're less likely to fall over. Huh. Um. Are so, they the
1: ones you make the tower out of? Yes. The, the, the champagne tower mm-hmm. from like mm-hmm. the like 70s oh. and 80s. Maybe. Oh yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Martini glasses were not on any list of get for your home bar <laughs> things. Huh. They were not on any Well, I'm sure they're on some lists, but not any of the probably at least 12 that I looked at.
2: Yes. Is it because they suck. Is they're the boring, they're out of style.
3: Are They've your, just been used for a long time. But honestly,
2: grandma's cocktail glasses. We yeah. don't want your grandma's <laughs> cocktail glasses. Nowhere near uh, here. But they'll be back in like twenty years' time. Oh, oh yes,
3: yeah. and we're using such weird cocktail glasses at some like trendy places that, <laughs> honestly, you can do whatever you want. One cocktail I found is an emu egg. Ah. Like they take an emu egg. No. I think and then. They use that and some of the egg in like the shaked cocktail because sometimes you put egg, sure, egg yeah. white in yeah. cocktail. What? Um, so they do that and then they serve you the cocktail in the emu egg. Wow! And then serve you the scrambled egg on the side. What no. kind of? What
1: kind of one percent of no. bullshit is this? Oh,
3: a hundred percent. That person like <laughs> uh,
2: hunts rhinos. On yeah, their definitely, weekend. definitely. What the fuck?
1: This
3: is this. The guy who runs that bar has a store. Has an anecdote about. Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman, Breaking Bad, Uh um, where he and his girlfriend, wife, I don't know, came in (laughs) to get like a series of food and cocktail matches and he was in the back and he just kept hearing him going, are you fucking kidding me? What is going on? (laughs) Because it was just so good. So he's, whatever he does is insane. Um, I've seen ones (laughs) that served in the honey bear, like the... Honey jar bears. That guy. But it,
2: oh, like but the But it
3: tastes like, it either tastes like honey bear? or it tastes like gummy bears.
2: Uh,
1: so oh, it's like actually, a bright okay. color
3: in a bear. That's another fun cocktail glass. I've seen champagne flutes that have spouts on the side and that are descending height. So you fill the top one and then the spout fills the one below.
1: Ah, oh, for so when you're entertaining the billiard Oh, club.
3: yes. <laughs> Cribbage for days. Uh, so those are amazing. Honestly, whatever you want to drink and whatever you want to drink it out of, drink responsibly, but drink it out of a shoe. I don't care.
1: (laughs) One of your finest emu eggs,
2: please.
3: (laughs) Yes. Oh,
2: my goodness.
1: And now, let's hear from the Big Heads Media family.
0: Hello from Ireland. Need to catch up on your documentaries? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Here at Docs That Rock, we review the best documentaries on the planet. Watch out because they're not spoiler-free, but hey, that might suit you. Subscribe and download the weekly dish on Docs That Rock.
2: Available at bigheadsmedia.com and all good podcast providers.
1: Welcome back, everyone, from the commercial break. We are going to just get straight into it, I think. Audra, have you poured yourself another drink? I see you've refilled the Wendy's cup. I have.
3: It's now vodka and orange juice because, I mean, I bought the one strawberry lemonade. Yep. Not thinking about the future.
1: (laughs) Not thinking about the lack of strawberry lemonade at home.
3: Yes. I have selected two different parts of the Catholic Church leaving the Catholic Church. I did the Martin Luther Reformation and out yeah. the Great Schism yes. yeah is the separation of the Eastern Orthodox Church. Yes, from the Holy Roman Empire. Um, Great schism. I mentioned before, East, called the East-West Schism. Yes. Because the Holy Roman Empire was referred to as the Latin West,
1: mm-hmm. ah. and
3: then the Eastern Orthodox was referred to as the Greek East. Okay. Sometimes you'll see it as the Schism of 1054. Okay. 1054 is the year.
1: I assume you- not the time. <laughs>
3: 1054 <laughs> in the AM two years ago. Great schism. It was very bad. <laughs> the schism
2: started five minutes ago. Was that a Trump tweet? Is that what you just did there?
3: <laughs> Sad. Sad. <laughs> there was a lot of differences in these technically Catholic churches in two areas of the world. Mm-hmm. Unlike Martin Luther's Reformation, it wasn't an idea that led people to think, oh, we should separate and follow this new idea, there were clearly two churches under the same banner.
1: Okay, okay.
3: There were things like the procession of the Holy Spirit, which in the Latin church added and the sun, I think, to the Nicene Creed. So it's like a statement of your belief. And then the Latin West added words to this thing that was old, which is seen kind of as heresy. Like you don't, you don't just put a new chapter in the Bible. So you don't add words to your affirmation of faith. That's from the beginning of time.
1: So they, their affirmation of faith, faith was end the son.
3: No, there was a long, there's a Nicene Creed. That's like, I believe in the father and the son. Yeah. Like this, I believe in this, I believe in this. And it's been passed down and down and down. Um, They added words to it.
1: Okay, okay. And they added the words and And the the son, meaning Jesus.
3: Yes. Got you. Um, To a portion that was passed down for a long time. um, And they kind of believed that that type of mentality where you can just add stuff. Yeah. Is a dangerous mentality. Sure, yeah. Um, Which I agree with. I think that was a tiny thing maybe to nitpick. But, you know, it's been a long time since I've studied theology. (laughs) Yeah. And then another one is leavened versus unleavened bread in the Eucharist. (laughs) Uh, Which is like God damn for our purposes is basically communion. There is a more sacred nature in the belief that it becomes the body of Christ or the versus it embodies the spiritual nature of it. It's a whole big thing. That's Mm
2: -hmm. dope. Someone just came up.
3: Is this is this gluten free? Because I
2: cannot eat the body of Christ if this is not gluten free. Jesus does not sit well in my stomach. Let me tell you. (laughs) Becomes a whole thing. Explosive diarrhea. Is there yeast in this? (laughs) Is that? Is it? Where's your manager?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Points to the cross on the wall.
0: (laughs) Yes.
2: Good in.
3: And then there was the Pope's claim to almost ultimate jurisdiction.
1: Oh, here he comes. Here comes old Mr. Pope.
3: Old oh, Mr. Pope, man.
1: <laughs> do you know which? You don't have to, but do you know which pope this was around this time? Oh,
3: yeah. uh, I do not remember. Okay, there's so many right. popes.
1: There's, there's so many popes. I don't remember
3: this pope. There becomes a sec, an equivalent of a second pope. Don't remember his name. It started. It's not Constantine. It's not that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then the Sea of Constantinople in relation to the Pentarchy? I think is how it was written. There were five main churches. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Pentarchy, that makes sense.
3: Um, there were five other main churches that were very important and they had heads. And it's the sea of this town, the sea of this town. Um and
1: right. Okay. Um, okay. So the uh five different churches, they each are referred this. to as the sea. Yes. Okay.
3: Um so where Constantinople falls under that, because that's the head of this new other sect. Yes. Um, so there were some there was some grinding of gears. Okay. As to where they fit in that, so this is already kind of a stressful situation with these key the like theological differences. Yeah,
1: it sounds it. Five churches feuding, and there's no yeast in some bread, and there's lots in others.
2: It's crazy.
3: Yes, very yeasty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does that mean, like, if you serve, I don't know, I don't know what bread I ate, but if you serve the body of Christ and it's got yeast in it, is that inferring that Jesus had a yeast infection?
1: To the people of certain churches during the Great Schism, yes.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> to one half.
1: Yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> sure.
3: Yep. And then in Southern Italy, they start closing the Eastern Orthodox churches. Either you start doing things our way or you are closed. Shut that, Shut that shit it down, down. Yeah. Leave. We're shutting it down. I don't
2: know if I've ever seen a closed church before like a mm-hmm. like a Sunday you walk in
3: despite what many <laughs> despite what many people want to think, Christianity in America is not really as under attack as a lot of history yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. no one's like, coming in and shutting them down
3: yes. like the leader of Catholicism, the Pope isn't ordering directly that your church
2: yeah
1: be
3: shut hmm. down yeah or else there may be violence
2: that would be awesome like to be like a health inspector in America. You, where do you keep your wine? <laughs> it's at room temperature. That's not good. It's gonna yeah, spoil yeah, gonna... that's it. F. We gotta shut this place down. They're yep. serving spoiled yeast infected bread. <laughs> Can't do it no more, man. Yeah, I'm calling the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling Pope Mobile. <laughs> the holy health inspector. <laughs> God damn. <laughs>
3: So in response to the closing of these Ether- Eastern Orthodox churches. Yeah, it's okay, you drunk? I, I am. It's hitting me. Um, the Ecumenical Patriarch of Constantinople.
1: Ah, God, still... my diction
3: is impeccable Wait. in that moment.
1: <laughs> Do you have impeccable diction?
3: Ecumenical Patriarch of Constantinople. There you go. Um, basically the second pope. Yes. The head of the see of Constantinople. Pope
1: II. Yes.
3: Um, he orders that all of the Latin West churches in Constant Constantinople yes. be closed.
1: Just a tit pro- for tat. Proportional response, right? Yes. Very
3: proportional response. So the West sends a representative to I think it's the Byzantine Emperor. Okay. For help with some stuff that's partially related it's tangled it's the norman conquest so he wants help from the byzantine byzantine whatever emperor yes
1: because, byzantine emperor because the normans are getting out of hand yes who are the um, normans french people d- oh we'll put
3: it in the hat because <laughs> it comes up a lot but i didn't want to get into it yeah okay. it's a whole um, other thing yes um So he wants help with this, Mm -hmm. but then the ecumenical patriarch of Constantinople gets in the way of giving them help.
1: Oh, okay.
3: So there's this weird continual festering tit for tat. At this point in time, they just basically made it so that they can't get help with their war because of religious disagreements. It's at this point that you can kind of start to consider him as Pope too.
1: Okay, like he has enough political power and influence that he's making—he's just blocked yes. Ed to a, an army.
3: Yes, because you can—you can make arguments. Because I think there's quite a few people who can excommunicate people, mm-hmm. but if you have enough influence to say, like, "No, we as the church here don't think that you should do this," yeah, then you're at a power level that is notable. Mm-hmm. Um, during this time, there's a ton of excommunications. The people. The Eastern Orthodox Church is excommunicating all of the Holy Roman Empire people and Catholic Church in the Holy Roman Empire is excommunicating everybody else from their church.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, now, is
2: anyone referring to it as a schism at this point? I was about to say.
3: I don't think so.
2: Okay. Is this I like an event that just goes, we're two people now, you're this, I'm that? Or is this like a, just Mm-mm. a slow build? The whole thing is a the schism. Then, we it's just call it, oh, I guess this is when they separated.
3: It's a fairly slow build. I think there's a point in time when I would consider it as you are officially schismed. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you, you have, have been f- schismed. Yes. Because at this point in time, it's, it would be incredibly tough to come back together. But you know, yes. it sounds you, like a
2: bad divorce.
3: But like if you killed off both of the popes. And put in two new popes that Wait, wanted to they be would set, friends. They would operate.
2: Oh, oh. Oh, you could okay. probably
3: make it work. I, I think at this point, possibly. Um, but that's a big step.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And then military
1: oh, actions, okay.
3: not preventing them, but acting towards each other.
1: Yeah, like uh, marching catapults outside each other's buildings and things—real mm-hmm. medieval military <laughs> yep. stuff.
3: Latin West sent a crusade.
1: Oh, D- crusade! Damn crusades!
3: Yep. And then the Orthodox killed a bunch of Catholics, Mm -hmm. like Latin West Catholics Mm -hmm. in Constantinople. Um, It's the um, massacre of the Latins is I think the term for it. And then there's the sacking of Thessalonica. Okay. They came over and sacked Thessalonica.
1: More tit for tat.
3: Um, And then the fourth crusade um, captured Constantinople.
1: Huh. Crusade such a polite word for massacre of people because my God told me to do so. Yeah, 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 yeah. oh
3: yeah.
2: But we all know
1: that's oh,
3: what that. Oh yeah.
2: I'm going on a friendly crusade. Has Ooh. crusade like when you're a kid, crusading is dope. But as an adult, has crusade ever meant anything nice? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like if you're like, oh, I'm on a crusade to lose some weight.
0: No. Oh, there
1: was. Big... I, I I did meet a 15th century knight in the in the pub, uh, and, and yeah. he made it sound really noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think he was fictional.
3: So. After the capture of Constantinople, well, the theoretical capture, Mm -hmm. the Latin West appoints people as heads of seas in areas there.
1: Big government.
3: Yes. But there still is enough of an Eastern Orthodox stronghold that there are now two appointments for two different sea positions and the Pentarchy. Yes. This is the point at which I would say There is no going back. This is the official schism.
1: Oh, play the alarms, sound the bells, release the balloons. We are officially schismed.
3: Yes, because I think at the point where you... There are two different people who hold a lot of religious power. Uh There's the Pope, and then there's the ecumenical patriarch of Constantinople.
1: Three for three. God,
3: yes. Those two vying for power. eh. But then when you have two almost equal people appointed... Mm -hmm. positions, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a sip real quick, because I'm getting real into it and I need to calm down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on. There's five C's.
3: Mm -hmm. S-E-E-S.
2: Yes. And Constantinople is one of those C's?
3: Yes. And it gained major influence as a hub for this, like, sect of Catholicism.
2: Okay. So the five C's are the five heads, essentially, of this entire Catholic Church. Yeah. Underneath the Pope.
3: Underneath the Pope.
2: But West appointed like four out of five and Constantinople is appointing its own when they should be appointed at the same time. And that's where the separation begins.
3: C, lol. Um, <laughs> so Constantinople has gotten so much influence that is uh, almost equal with the Pope.
2: But so are they appointing C's? like five other seas? Do they have five more Cs? Are they their own see, And now they're sh- as strong as the Pope, but there's still four other Cs? Yes. So Constantinople is its yep. own separate see. Yes. It got big enough, even though it's supposed to be the same level as the other s- four Cs, mm-hmm. which are all under the Pope, but Constantinople is like as big as the Pope. That's where the split begins. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got it.
3: So then both the Pope and the head of the Sea of Constantinople Mm-hmm try to appoint people who in through this turmoil, now there's two C positions open. Yes. Two heads of two, heads of two Cs are now open. Yes. Okay. And both of them appoint people.
2: So there's four people appointed.
3: Yeah, for two positions. So yes. this was
2: like the voice and everyone got like a pick. Yes. No, 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 no. Only, okay. only the Pope Adam Levine gets a pick of his team. Oh, yes. But what's his goddamn country name? Blake Shelton. <laughs> Blake Shelton. Shelton. Is picking <laughs> Adam Levine's team members, that's that's what's going on here?
3: I think so. I haven't seen The Voice, but I'm going to <laughs> say yes.
2: You haven't seen The Voice.
3: This is The Voice.
2: So like 10 I'm, years.
3: I mean, long. I auditioned for American Idol, and then I was spoiled for those types wow. of shows. What no.
2: is uh, your life, man? <laughs> American I mean, I, Idol, didn't, I
3: didn't make Maces it, obviously. I obviously You're didn't a make scientist it.
2: scientist now? You're like yep. fucking Barbie. You have so many what? goddamn... <laughs> are you a... Are you a sp- space person? Astronaut, too?
3: Have you also I mean, be,
2: have you been appointed as a C?
3: <laughs> no, but I can't. You s- didn't meet the Pope. I s- was blessed by the Pope. I didn't uh, meet that's, him personally. That's better. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't well, I shake I met Stan Lee, hand. but he didn't
2: fucking bless me, let <laughs> me tell you.
3: He blessed the courtyard I was in and everyone mm-hmm. in it. It was not, uh, we didn't shake hands. Anywho, this is where I consider the great schism to be 100% erect. Irre- Concilable.
2: Yes. Wow.
3: You've done the military stuff. Mm-hmm. You've now appointed yourself as officially equal as a religious you, organization.
1: You done schismed.
3: You done schismed. <laughs> you done it.
1: Schism sounds like a Pokemon name.
3: God, it. Does. <laughs> Schism. I, Schism. I want it to be like okay. slightly split in half. Yeah. Not split. Not slightly. Like fully split in half, but like still kind of clinging together mm-hmm. as two halves of the same thing beautiful schism the pokemon
2: yeah regional differences (laughs) oh of course (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah.
3: whether you believe in leavened or unleavened bread uh, in the eucharist
1: (laughs) that's what the pokemon is it's just leavened and unleavened bread
2: yeah yeah. with googly eyes (laughs) with googly eyes what's its what's its evolved version name you have to think about that that's a game we play often uh schismite (laughs) that's good no that's good uh, I was just thinking back to when I said smell. No, it would be uh if you had
1: schism and it was two but you just made two but bigger, it would be author do du, author duh like orthodox, oh. but author, author like two like the French yes. two, orthodox, author yeah.
2: This is the this is the Italian region. Yes when, when they come out with that one. Oh yeah. After mm-hmm. them with England. Yeah, going to, mm. we're going to Italy. One of the trainers looks like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> one of the gym leaders. The, the, league, the league champion looks like Mario. No,
1: it just is Mario. <laughs> it
2: is Mario. The one under him is Luigi. Like Luigi only has a gym and then Mario is like the league champion. The professor is Peach. Yeah, of course. Of course.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, they deal with some things and end up being two separate entities. Two schismed. Yes. There is the Catholic Church and there's the Ether- Eastern Orthodox Church. They are fully separate things. Mm-hmm. There have been several attempts at reconciliation. Uh, really, even up to what I would considering it's the schism of 1054. Yeah, I would consider the 60s recent. Oh yeah, wow. that's
1: that's pretty recent. Um, huh. the so, the 1960s, right?
3: Yes, the <sighs> 1960s, not the 1060s. <laughs> I think the s- sacking of Thessalonica or the Fourth Crusade. One of those was in like 120. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Something So this has continued over 200 sure. years for the actual Just like Brexit, s- yeah. Schisming. <laughs> <laughs> that is the second great
1: schism. What?
3: Honestly, we'll just call this one the East-West Schism. That's going to be the new great schism. Yep. Love it. Branding. In the 60s, the head of the Eastern Orthodox Church, he nullified the the term that I found was the anathemas. Of 1054, I googled so much to find out what that was. I think it's just refer- referring to all the excommunications.
1: Oh, anathema. The in-
3: yeah, the initial excommunications of the initial conflicts. Hmm. Um, Man. So no one's alive still, but it is a very symbolic gesture.
2: Yeah. You're pulling out a lot of big words for how drunk you are. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I say I'm these words on I'm sorry if a I've ruined the day. format. <laughs> I am
3: so many shots in. I'm no. going to be puking tonight. It's super tonight. impressive. i I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: on a, on a good day, I use yuck. some of these words. <laughs>
3: <sighs> <sighs> but mostly symbolic, but it was a good gesture to nullify those excommunications. Yes,
2: yes. It's like Enough. a pardon. It's like
3: a yeah. presidential pardon. Yeah, but for someone that's already dead for, like, hundreds of years.
1: And that happened in the 60s? Yes. From one side to the other, or both sides Um, did it?
3: I think it was specifically a gesture from the Eastern Orthodox Church to the Catholic Church. I did not see whether they returned
1: the gesture. That's just a bit like... Because it sounds like the Eastern Orthodox were the victims in the situation way back when, and it was the Mm -hmm. Catholic Church throwing their weight around. And so for the Eastern Orthodox to say that thing you did to us years ago that we did bad things as well, we're sorry. And then the Pope just went, fuck you, I'm the Pope. <laughs> Which he would. Yeah. He definitely yeah. would. You could
3: say it in 36 languages.
1: <laughs> Klingon. One of them's Klingon. Well, the Pope speaks Klingon. Does he that? really? Yeah.
2: That's an amazing... That's
1: what? A, did the pope... All
3: Popes? All Popes? Uh, no, just the... Just the current Pope? The current Pope. The current Pope, pope. The cur- the current pope speaks, speaks Klingon?
1: Also, facts might not be true on this program. Oh, That's... God
3: are you lying did the pope
2: bless you and Klingon, on
1: no
3: he didn't he did in like five languages though wow. it was a beautiful experience walk, everybody walk, everybody go to saint peter's basilica it's beautiful so they attempt they made some symbolic gestures back and forth and they now currently send delegations to each other's big feasts of the year
2: oh that's cute yeah hmm. so
3: I think it's one a year. It each only of took them, them has like 800 feast. years, but that's yes. cute.
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> They're now, now co-parents. Yeah,
1: but like, not really. They just tolerate each other once a year at a dinner.
3: I mean, which that's, that's kind of like co-parents. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To make a white Russian, add one and one third ounce vodka and two thirds ounce coffee liqueur to a glass full of ice, stir it briefly, and then pour a an ounce or so of light or whipping cream on top for more facts and drinks follow Drinkopedia pod on twitter and subscribe to Drinkopedia on itunes
1: okay thank you audra for the cocktail glasses and the great schism how are you feeling
3: I think there's going to be a schism in my stomach when oh. I get sick after this. Nice. It's going to separate my food and my drinks from my body.
1: <laughs> well, just like everyone who is broken away from the Catholic Church, we've got to move on and do our own thing. Ah. And that's going to be Jason next week drinking. Oh. Yeah, it's you. I have to drink. You have to draw three topics from a hat. I do. What hat are we drawing from this week, Audra? It's
3: one of those, like, Paper surgical hats.
1: Oh, like the scrubs hats?
3: Yes, like the, the scrubs. scrubs hats. Like they have cloth ones that they wash, but you can get like the paper ones.
1: Disposable. Oh, yeah. disposable
3: ones. Um, it's more sterile to do it that way. No. You can EO sterilize that stuff, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, but I have one, and then I <laughs> took it out of the sterile packaging, and I put a bunch of topics in it.
1: Excellent. So Jason will be drawing three topics. He will be putting one of them back, and then learning the other two for next
3: week. <gasps>
2: oh wow! Oh. I got I got Kenner Star Wars toys. Ah, oh. I wrote that. I don't know what that is. It's, it's the very either. The very first Star Wars toys. Ah, oh, interesting. That started them all. Aww. Chinese railroad. That's also me. (laughs) I mean, you wrote that. I'm not a Chinese. I didn't think you were Chinese. I was like, Uh, no, 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 that's that's confusing. I know a lot about this. And then, Thor shrimp. Oh, this is the listener submitted topic poll. This is the listener topic poll uh, that almost lost out to Thor mythology. Uh, which yes. I was disappointed I, by.
3: I voted for <laughs> Thor mythology. I'm sorry to the internet.
2: Uh, I didn't. I don't know what the hell these are. I know the mantis. Uh, what is it? The mantis shrimp, the one that looks like a oh. clown. I know oh. that one. I know shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> I don't know Thor shrimp, so I got to go with Thor shrimp because nice. I always got to know more about animals. I like animals. Animal topics are a lot of fun. Yes, mm-hmm. I love animals. Now, the question is: the Kenner Star Wars toys which I am a fan of toys in Star Wars. You do like those things? Yes. But the Chinese Railroad, which I'm not Chinese, but I'm Asian American. But you are a railroad. i (laughs) I got to buy all four, and then I have a Monopoly. (laughs) God damn it. I really don't know which one of these two I want. It's (laughs) a tough tough column. It is, man. God. I guess I would go with Kenner Star Wars toys, because it is is a lesser-known thing. Okay. Yeah. The Chinese okay. railroad is also kind of lesser known in American history, uh, but um, Star Wars, and you know we got Episode Nine coming. We got the Mandalorian coming out. We got yep. Disney Plus.
1: Oh, there's going to be Star Wars forever. There's no <sighs>
2: Disney Plus series <laughs> about Chinese, Chinese r- people dying on railroads. Hey, you just nope.
1: Wait until they own everything, and then they'll be producing every story in humanity. That's true. That's they'll true. be
3: writing our video textbooks.
2: Yep. <laughs> and it's going to feature like and like
1: all it's gonna other- be Scarlett Aquafina. Johansson
3: on the rails.
1: <laughs> Drinkopedia was not recorded before a live studio audience it was presented by Jason Nguyen Audra Stevenson and Matt Watson music by Mojo Kid and brought to you by OnZuo Productions